Hey, Chosen Vessels. So it is the year of 2021, and this is the home, seems like, of the narcissist, okay? This is going to be a two-part webisode series because when it comes to narcissism, and empathy it's a lot of things that go into it it's very hard to identify narcissism so that's why i am here to help you out on this episode you'll learn who what when where why etc etc you know how to define the narc and um actually i'm gonna do it backwards okay well not backwards in the way the holy spirit gave it to me because okay you know how some people are like I have bad news and I have good news. And then, you know, somebody asks them and be like, uh, which one do you want first? And nine times out of ten, everybody says good news than bad news. Well, this way, I want to do it this way. I want to do the bad news, which is the narc, okay, the narcissist. And the good news is going to be the empath. A lot of a lot of us empaths, we attract toxic people. We attract narcissists and we can't help it. We got it honest. So today, I hope that this, webisode helps you maybe even identify narcs that you didn't even know or but even bigger i'm not here to shoot darts and shoot people down i want this webisode for i want like some of some narcissists to to hear this and understand like wait oh my gosh this this is me let me do some more research and let's see i to i want to change my ways you know I want the not to say, hey, I want to change my ways. I want flourishing relationships. I want prosperity. I, I want I want growth and maturity in my life. You know, so I hope this helps y'all out. If this is your first time tuning into One Chosen One Radio, welcome, welcome. My name is Jazzbone, and I have been destined to broadcast. Oh yes, Holy Spirit, I have been destined to broadcast this podcast because. I love the definition um, from Miss Latoya Okia. Oh, I love her to death. So it says, well, she says that the Lord tells her <laughs> that a chosen one is one that chooses the destiny that God has for them. So I hope that listening to this webisode, but not only this particular webisode, this whole podcast, I hope this inspires you to change and become better and grow in your faith. All right, Chosen Vessels, so with this particular episode, like I said before, with my uh, narco intro, I'm going to go ahead and try to break it down as best I can, but not only that, I'm going to tell you some things that I have experienced, okay? And then not only that, I'm going to give you a few scriptures per bullet point, per question, per answer, and then I'm going to help you out. I think today on this particular episode, I kind of just want to do the who, what, where, when, why kind of, and then tomorrow, I really, really want you to come back so that I can actually um, digest what a narcissist is, and I'm going to answer some of the voice messages that I've been getting about narcissism, and I'm so excited. So, if you would like to ask questions if you think that you are a narcissist yourself if you have signs of symptoms even if you think you're an empath but this particular um these particular two episodes are going to be about narcissism okay and we'll tackle empathy on another day okay so right now we're focusing on the narcs so number one what and or who are narcissists okay so the word narcissist is not in the bible y'all all right but it does warn us about selfish and arrogant people. Narcissists make everything about themselves. And real quick, like I said, these are experiences I have battled with narcissism. I'm an empath. 
<laughs> woot woot. <laughs> I'm proud of it now. And that's why I'm so blessed because, and I started this podcast because God has turned. I thought being an empath was a weakness. Being an empath is a strength because we are like energy sponges. We can actually absorb other things that don't have to be said. We have superpowers. Being an empath is a superpower. So that is another reason why I started, um, excuse me, that is another reason why the Most High has destined me to start this podcast because the way this world is going out, us empaths, it's time for takeover, all right? So, like I said, the word narcissism is not in the Bible, all right? But it does warn us about selfish and arrogant people. And I'm going to give you uh, bullet points, questions, and answers um, along with a few scriptures that will help you back it up, okay? So you don't think I'm just blowing into thin air. All right, so like I said, um, a narcissist is someone who worships, worships themselves, okay? They always talk about them. It's never about you. It's always about what they want, what they did. Or if you're having a conversation, you say, hey, I have this problem. And they always say, oh, I did this. Not the, not the, oh my gosh, I couldn't stand it. The last narcissist that I encountered, she always, like, I would be talking, she would be like, not to cut you off, but sis, you're cutting me off. And now I cut her off. Okay, great. <laughs> Hello. All right, so a narcissist is someone who worships themselves, someone who loves themselves above everyone. Okay, so of course, narcissism, narcissist and their behavior, which is narcissism, is not found of God. Okay, they worship themselves. It's all about them. You say, oh my gosh, my stomach hurts so bad. And the narcissist says, oh, my stomach was hurting yesterday because da 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 And then you be looking like, okay, either you'll be looking like, why do you always have to make everything about you? Or you be in so much pain, you're used to it, okay? And then last but not least, they believe that they are the center of the universe and no one else matters. Like I said, they are arrogant, they are conniving, and they are manipulative, okay? Narcissists are hard to spot at first, I'm not going to hold you, and they try to blend in, but it's only so long that they will begin to stand out, okay? So like I said, I call them, I call narcissists lying lepers, okay? Because lepers do not change their spots, okay? But they try to blend in, they try to camouflage with everyone else. But I hope this webisode helps you, and you can actually differentiate the narcissists from the empaths. All right, so the next point is that they believe that God loves them so much that they think it's okay to aggressively punish others and make others dislike them. I honestly feel as though narcissists are magicians and they're warlocks, okay, and witches because they will make you... They put you under their spell, okay? You spend enough time around a narcissist, oh, baby, you're going to start bleeding just like them, which is not at all because they don't have souls, okay? Now, their souls can be saved, but the Holy Spirit is telling me to be quiet because I'm going too far, and that's not what he likes. So let me, let me, you know, dial back. So I remember um my one of my experiences with a narcissist is that um we were working with somebody, and she would literally like narcissism is hmm a rededication of your mind you rededicate your thoughts put them in the back and because empath chosen one you are such an emotional sponge you got to think about it honey if you can go around people feel their energy feel their emotions feel places energy what makes you think that 
if you're around a narcissist, you're going to take on that energy. Okay? And I remember I was working with one. And whoever she did not like, I did not like. Now, in all honesty, the person that I did not like, I didn't like her before the narcissist even came along because she was lazy. Like I told you, she was lazy. She would leave me. Child, I remember, oh my gosh, there was one time where, I kid you not, God is my witness. Working at McDonald's, she had to go take the car to her husband or something like that. So, now, a night shift was already understaffed as it is, maybe two, three, four people if that at the most, like having four people at night was a blessing, okay, because we were short-staffed, so I remember one time, oh, I gotta take the car to, the, to my husband, so literally, I would take the money, okay, because, and drive in front, but let's just talk about drive right now, drive through, of course, you order your food, pull it to the first window, you pay, repeat the order, second window, get your food, repeat the order, go on about your business, so she said she had the person that was in the hole, which is a.k.a. the the window. We say the hole as in, like, the person who takes the cash. The person who's in the hole takes the money. So I took the order on the headset, took the money. I was already on front now. I had to run back, take the money, run to the second window, confirm the order, drop their fries, stuff like that, and give it the, give it the order. And my customers would be like, oh, my gosh, who's in there? I said, you're looking at her. I'm the only one up here. What? Why are you by yourself? I said, because I can do it by myself. And, I, and they would say something. I would say, just because I can do it by myself does not mean that you should allow me to. So that's another reason. That, like, she left me high and dry. But, hey, that's none of my business. That is in the past. So that a backing up of that verse is going to come from Romans chapter 5, verses 8 through 10. And it reads as such, okay? But God demonstrates his own love towards us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. How much more than being now justified by his blood shall we be saved from wrath through him? For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by death of his son, how much more being reconciled shall we be saved by his life? So that means that because of Jesus Christ died, because of our sins, okay? Jesus didn't have any sin. But God loved us so much that he gave us his son. He sacrificed his son. Jesus Christ didn't have any sins. So all that wrath, hatred, manipulation, aggression, all of that was already taken away by the blood of Jesus Christ on the cross. So when you... Calm down, Jazz. When you, when you encounter your narc, they feel as though, oh... God loves me the most, so whoever I don't like, I can treat them any type of way. I can manipulate the empaths, or I can manipulate other people to not like the ones that I don't like as well. All right, so the next telltale sign of a narcissist is they are painfully insecure. No matter what, they always seek compliments from other people. They don't feel beautiful. They don't feel handsome. They don't feel needed, wanted, desired, so on and so forth if they do not get praise and worship from men. All right? So to back up that tactic, it's going to come from the book of Romans chapter 2, verse 29, and it reads as such. But he is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is of the heart by the spirit and not by the letter. His praise is not from men, but from God. So your narc is not going to feel complete without 
people kissing their behinds, people kissing their feet, worshiping, bowing down to them. And like I said, narciss- I don't care what nobody says. This is coming from somebody who experienced narcissism firsthand continually. All right? They don't feel complete. They can't function right if people aren't worshiping. People aren't saying, oh, I love your hair. Oh, my gosh. Or, oh, my gosh, what kind of truck? Oh, my gosh, what year is this? How much you pay? I love your truck. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my I love your nails. Oh, my gosh, I love your nails. How long did you take to grow them? Oh, those shoes. Oh, my gosh. You know what? You are just well put together. I need your style. Matter of fact, girl, this is what I want you to do. I want you to write down everything, every product that you use from head to toe because I want to be a protege, so on and so forth. That's what the narc will do. They do not feel complete without an excessive amount of compliments. Watch out. They're right up under your nose. Sheesh. Now, the next sign, symptom, telltale sign of a narcissist is this. All right, y'all ready? I hope so. The narcissist always displays and festers crazy mood swings. They anger quickly. It doesn't take much to yank their chain, okay? Because as a narcissist, they are looking... See, that's the thing about narcissism. It's very blind, okay? Because it's like narcissists, they want to have control over everything you do. Everything you say, wear, touch, everybody you talk to stuff like that but they have mood swings okay they anger quickly all right so the backing up oh manifestation that's my car right there um the backing up of this tactic is going to come from the book of james chapter 1 verses 19 through 20 and they read as this therefore my beloved brothers let every man be swift to hear slow to speak and slow to anger for the anger of man does not work the righteousness of god so a lot of people don't understand is that they blame everything on you all right you don't know what you're going to get with a narcissist especially if you're a relationship one you don't know if they're going to be mad you don't know if they're going to be sad i remember when i was dating a narcissist matter of fact the first one that i've ever dated he would i wasn't working at the time and he would come home from work. I did not know what mood he was going to be in. You know, I could have dinner prepared. Let me tell you, y'all. Oh, Lord. Thank God I feel the Holy Spirit because one of my biggest, biggest problems was I was sitting here treating boyfriends like husbands. Not anymore, okay? But this is in the past, okay? So I'm sharing my past with you so you won't make the same mistakes in the future, okay? It doesn't get better than that. But like I said, he would come home from work. I wouldn't know what mood he would in. He, I would have dinner. You know, I'll have dinner ready. I would have, this is my past life, okay? I would have the bloods rolled, honey. I would have his drink poured. I would have his salmon cooked to perfection the way that he wanted it. But it was never good enough. One day he would come home. Oh, hey, babe, kiss, kiss, hug. Oh, I'm about to go do this. Yeah, yeah, Leave me at home all the time. He would come back. So you, he used to like spend hours and hours and by the grace of god he didn't bring me back anything who knows well i know what he was doing now that i've seen god you know what i'm saying he's giving me you know some revelations about it but thank god you know that i got out of that relationship so yeah they have crazy mood swings you never know what to expect from these narcissists now the next telltale sign of the narcissist is they hear you but they don't listen okay they only hear to reply. Now, someone very close to me does this, and I can't stand it because you'll, like, with me, I'll say, I kind of speak in outlines, but I don't, like, if I'm having a conversation with you about a topic, I'll tell you the main point at the beginning, all right? Then I'll back it up with the fact, 
and then I would expect an answer or rebuttal or anything like your opinion, you know, from what I just said. So one of my biggest pet peeves, but it doesn't anger me anymore. I'm slow to anger now because I know who I am, but I would give somebody, all right, this is the fact, all right? Okay, let's say, for example, I say, ooh, um, hey, babe, so what do you think of this hair? I like this hairstyle. It's called a French roll. Old school, right? So I'm like, ooh, babe, this is called a French roll. I want to get this hairstyle. And I show him the picture. And I said, ooh, I really like it. What do you think? And then he says, what kind of hairstyle is that? I just said a French roll. <laughs> so I, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. But now that I am slow to anger, I don't anger quickly. I don't anger at all, actually. Like, whenever I'm about to get angry, especially, ooh, Lord, especially with my child. But you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's on the day-to-day. He's working on me. I notice the revelation is that whenever I anger quickly, God shuts my mouth and this is a little tidbit okay i'm glad you have listened this far because this is for you chosen vessel when how about this whenever you pray ask god to put barbed wire around your mouth your throat and your tongue okay it may sound crazy but no when i say put barbed wire around your mouth it's basically saying that whenever you are about to say something that is ungodly he stops you dead in your track every time so literally now with my mother it okay if we're having a conversation about something or i'm about to say something negative god stops me in my tracks we'll be having a conversation and me i used to have a very carnal mind and a carnal mouth if you know that i used to have a really really smart mouth and it was very sexual uh, immoral okay i hate to say it that way but that's true And what he does now is that when I see something or I want to comment on something or anything of that nature, he stops me. So I could be having a conversation, like I could see something that is very inappropriate, I'll put it that way, and I'll say something smart, and usually I have my mind rolling, but I stop, okay? I stop in the middle of whatever I'm talking about because God has put barbed wire over my mouth. That's what I want for you. That's what God wants for you, okay? So just remember, okay, so that verse that backs that up is going to come from the book of Proverbs, one of my favorite books, chapter 15, verse 32, and it reads as such. He who refuses instruction despises his own soul, but he who hears reproof gains understanding. So let's say if somebody you're having a conversation with somebody, they, they say something of substance or something that you like or something that speaks to your spirit, you ask them to repeat it because you want to reproof your understanding. You want to make sure, hey, I understand what you're saying, or if you don't understand things. In class, um... I remember being younger, I used to be afraid to ask questions because I didn't want my teacher or my students, my students, my classmates to think that I was dumb or I was slow or I I didn't learn as fast as the others. But my father always told me, uh, my my flesh one, okay, physical one, he used to say, if you have questions, do not be scared to ask them, okay? A dumb question is only a question that does not want an answer or a dumb question is a question that does not get asked. The next telltale sign of a narcissist is that they are, oh my gosh, compulsive liars. If they do not believe that Jesus Christ is the center of the universe, then nine times out of ten, they are compulsive liars. All right? So a compulsive liar is somebody who just lies for no reason, lies over and over constantly. They lie like they breathe. That's one of my favorite quotes. So I was looking up this scripture 
Um, the I call this a loaded scripture, right? It's going to be a loaded scripture because it's going to defeat the same purpose, but it's going to be two different scriptures, all right? So the first scripture is going to come from Mark. Both of these are going to come from the book of Mark, okay? So let's go in order. Let's do Mark chapter 14, verse 10, all right? So it reads, Then Judas Iscariot, who was one of the twelve, went to the chief priest to betray him to them. So if you do or if you don't know, Judas was the one that betrayed Jesus, all right? betrayed i said betrayed he probably did all of it and then verse 11 also is when they heard it they were glad and promised to give him silver so he looked for how he might conveniently betray them so after that promise okay after judas got that okay he's like oh i'm gonna betray jesus okay little did he know that you know jesus was in his purpose all right and jesus already knew he was gonna betray him and he was a liar so joke was on him all right so now the next one is gonna come from the book of mark like i said uh, verse, excuse me, chapter 15, verse 10, once more. And it says, for he knew that the chief priest had handed him over out of envy. He lied. Judas continuously lied to get Jesus basically, can I say under the thumb? Yeah, I'll say under the thumb of the normal people, but Jesus Christ, he was walking in his purpose. All right. Jesus already knew that Judas was going to be, uh, betraying him. Basically, um, I heard this on the radio, a few maybe like maybe one or two weeks ago it's called the judas kiss and god was talking to me because the judas kiss is basically like if you are friends with somebody or somebody that you love or whatever you go and betray them they say all right i'm gonna tell you this please don't tell anybody else please either you tell somebody else you be like yeah i ain't gonna tell nobody bro i promise bro bro oh I would say, oh, Lord, I'm about to say something else. You know what everybody say, on space, you know, our most high. Mm -mm. Or they'd be like, bro, on my set, bro. Or whatever set they're with, that's what they say. And then they go on either, they post about it, they make a meme about it, they tell somebody about it, they tell somebody who they know they won't tell somebody, but you never know. That is a compulsive liar. Watch out for those and stop telling everybody everything. Alrighty, thank you so much for finding value in what I have to say, children. That's all. Alright, so the last but not least one for today is drumroll, please. <laughs> I gotta make my own sound effect. Alright, so they cut others off that do not serve them. So, all my narcs out there, they always cut other people off who do not serve them. If they have somebody who does not listen to what they say, if they have somebody that doesn't agree with everything they do, if they have somebody who does not compliment them, if they have somebody who does not uh, really take too kindly to their crazy mood swings or angers quickly, if they don't have people that are in their corner as yes men, okay? If they don't have people that boast them up, if they don't have people who don't believe their lies, and all of those were a summing up of everything that we said for today, it's actually going to come from the book of Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 and 4, and it reads as such. Let, let nothing be done out of strife or conceit, but in humility. Let each esteem the other better than himself. And this is, I'm so glad, Holy Spirit put this on my heart. This is actually going to be uh, uh, a double looking glass. I'm not going to say edge sword, a double looking glass because the verse of, in the book of Philippians chapter 2 verse 4, it goes with narcissist and empathist, okay? And it reads as such, y'all, I'm so excited. Let each of you look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others, okay? So basically... A narcissist 
only cares about themselves, okay? They are the God of their universe. They are the Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior of the universe. The world revolves around them. And like I say, and my favorite saying is, narcissists are bred. They are not born. Yes, there's genetics. Yes, there's heretics. Yeah, there's, you know, there's a lot of things that go into that. But if you want to change, you can, no matter what you have been through, all right? So that ties into being an empathist and a narcissist because as an empathist, you know, don't be selfish and don't always look out for yourself, okay? Because whatever you give, it'll multiply, okay? When you are walking in the light of God, when you have the kingdom of God inside of you, your blessings are going, they're not going to add up, baby. They're going to multiply, all right? And that is going to equal prosperity. But with the narcissism, you know, they don't look on everybody else's interests. They only care about them. So whether you are a narcissist or an empathist or just a regular old plain regular regular person i still want you to have the kingdom of god i want you to experience the prince of peace now those well tomorrow and the episode for today were actually a few answers for my voice messages so all the people that have actually connected with me and asked questions about narcissists and how does the bible tie into that bless you and i thank you for finding value in what i have to say tomorrow i'll be back and i'll be hitting you with the rest of this sermon bless chosen one i hope that this nugget of information finds you beautifully blessed and bodacious so have you ever been stuck in your own mind and your thoughts just run 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 and run yes you write them down yes you may even start a blog but you want to get your voice out there literally i would love to connect with you chosen one i want to hear what you're thinking either whether it's about weather politics or i prefer the most high but anything that you want to talk about is just fine I would love to hear your inputs, your opinions, comments, questions, ideas, concerns, anything and everything up under the sun. All you have to do is phone in. Step one, download the Anchor app in your Play Store or your App Store. So once you do that, go ahead and type in, of course, one chosen one in your search bar and then type in the voice messages or click the link in the description. I love you, Chosen One. I can't wait to hear from you. Let's connect. Bless.